You tell me, you tell me right now. Now! The drug is called Jabroka. It is a potent narcotic. How potent? More potent than any human drug you can imagine. The controllers regulated it. We would receive small amounts as a reward for our labor in the mines. You? I mean, you were on his shit? You? Yes, we all were. We were genetically engineered as slave laborers. It was our only means of pleasure allowed. The harder you worked, the more you got. The more you got, the harder you worked. Thousands of my people died. I lost my best friend. It is a nightmare. Tell me, Justin, I know everyone wants to know, why'd you tell Alec Baldwin to shoot that girl? Hello! (laughs) I was saving you from a lawsuit. (laughs) Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. I was afraid what you were going to say, dude. You don't want to know what I was going to (laughs) say. (laughs) How you been, man? Good, dude. Good. Vacation. Vacation? Just how many days back have you been from vacation? Like three, four days? Thursday. Um, We got back Monday. Um, so I'm tired enough that I'm not doing the math. It's Three crazy days? that that week you come back from the vacation and you're just spent oh, thinking about it and gen- reminiscing about it and wishing you were back there and really hating your current. Life. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, I, when I went to Alaska yeah. and I came back, I was so fucking depressed mm-hmm. because I was just like, I fucking hate my life. Why can't I just live in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, you came back being like, I need to move there. Yeah, I need to work yeah. there. I need to do something. Um, but while we were there, I was talking with my girl and I said, it just popped into my head and I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Rather than when we come back, us getting all fucking depressed about us mm-hmm. not living here and all this type of shit, let's just remember the fucking great time that we had and just be happy about it. Yeah. And I have had zero like trip depression since. I just, I always, when we do it, we will book our next vacation very soon after we yeah. get back. We're going because it's always good to have something to look forward to. We're going to the mountains in the end of the month in Georgia. Well, see, there, <laughs> it's always something that we always got something. I've just started actually uh, building our uh, kind of Toronto itinerary. Hell yeah! And we're going to see Iron Maiden, and Iron we're going Maiden, okay. and we're going to Niagara Falls, and we're going to the Bluffs, and we're going to go to the CN Tower. And the, uh, but now we're like the, one of my favorite stand-up comedians, Mark Norman, is going to be there Friday night. Oh, cool! But Lizzo's also going to be there. Oh, I really? know she would love to see it. And I was like, maybe it should just be one of those concert kind of weekends. We, yeah. we fly in. We see, it's the same venue that we're going to see Iron Maiden in like three days oh, later. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So to see what Lizzo's show is compared to Iron Maiden who oh, brings yeah. in like the pyrotechnics and everything like that. Yeah. It, it might be interesting. So I bet Lizzo puts on a good oh, yeah, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell a lot of people... Uh, Think what you want, but I, I've been to some serious concerts, and Janet Jackson put on probably the best concert oh, I'd ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't believe how much theatrics went on with like one of those kind of major pop stars. Oh yeah, man, they really they put it on out there. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because I guess Outcast is more hip hop because they never really yeah. did any of that stuff. Their stuff was pretty much like it's about the music and yeah. the, the lights changed yeah. color. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> what do you want from us? But yeah, no, but Janet like, Jackson had like. A, there was one song she did. I don't know what it was for, but there was a huge, the whole stage was toys and it was a toy box and the toy box went open and stuff came up out of the toy box that went about 30 feet in the air yeah. and like springs and everything. And you were like, what the hell is this? Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. The money they put into this. I thing. bet. Yeah. 
So, did you watch any movies while you were? Hey, you did see a movie. Didn't you? Uh, yeah, we uh, we missed our flight because we were having such a good time. Actually, <laughs> actually it was traffic, but um, and we had a six hour layover in Denver, so we went and saw uh, Thor. Was it Love and Thunder? Yeah, Love yeah, and Thunder. Dude. See, I was I could have been discussing it with you today, yeah. but I had car issues and had to get my ticket refunded. I'm going to go see it next week. But yeah, I know you can give us an overall. You liked it? Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I've you, been staying away from things, so I know people of. Uh, most people seem like they like it. Some people thought it was uh, a little silly at times, but I mean, did you watch Thor Ragnarok? I, I mean, know. I mean, I have the. I have a feeling it's probably similar in tone to uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was a comedy. I mean, it was it's a it's a flat out there's comedy. A, there's the way a Guardians decent, of the Galaxy. Yeah, is. there's a decent amount of comedy in there. Yeah. Um, it, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, like when I was telling you earlier, like. There was a few, and I mean a few, not like, you know, 20 minutes of the movie, maybe. No, just kidding. Um, no, there was a few scenes that it was just kind of like, okay, this isn't necessary. We well, kind of get Wat- it. Watiti, he's an, he's an interesting dude, too. Yeah. And he puts some weird stuff in things, and I, I love his humor. I love Jojo Rabbit. And uh, one of the movies I'm going to talk to you about when we, New move, when, when we move to uh, Paul's movie corner yeah. is uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Have mm. you seen the movie? There's a TV show for it on FX also. I know of the movie, but I've never the, seen it. But I know it's like a little cult comedy. And then oh like a few years later is when the, the TV, TV show started, came out. They're, yeah. they're about to start season five, but it's different people in it. So it doesn't really interest me. Right. What I loved about it, because it's basically a British kind of... Uh, Vampire comedy. Yeah, but it's done in the style like Spinal Tap where they're talking to the cameras. Someone's right. someone's documentary style. Like mockumentary. And it's so funny, man. And yeah. He's one of the main vampires. Oh, is he? With TT, and he's, he's super, super funny. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a blast. I like him in uh, Free Guy. He plays a real asshole, but I like him. Uh, I've never seen Free Guy. Free Guy's good, dude. Yeah. yeah. I know that was one of the Netflix... Do you see the trailer uh, before we get into the ones I've seen this week? See the trailer for the new Vampire Hunter movie with uh, no. Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg? What? It's like, you know, remember John Carpenter's Vampires? Yeah. It kind of looks like the same thing. They're like loading themselves up and they're going into houses and they're clearing Dude, the Snoop vampires Dude, Snoop Dogg weighs out. 120 pounds. And he wears a bro. cowboy hat in it and it looks funny. Dave Franco's in it and it looks like a good really? horror comedy. Yeah. Uh, I'm down for that. Yeah, you should, uh, you'll have to check out the trailer. It's really good. Yeah, I bet. Uh, you know what doesn't look good is that Monsters piece of shit. <laughs> the Monsters? The Monsters trailer? They released oh, the I full seen trailer. anything having to do with that. And uh, Rob Zombie's doing it. And, oh. yeah, I'm already just kind of disappointed. He's a huge fan, so I have no problem with that. But the once again, he, he put her in it. Oh, dude. And the second she speaks in the trailer, and I was like, she's such a horrible actress. She's <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah. And I just cringe every time uh, she's on screen. As so Lily. are they are they doing a horror version of no, it? No, it, it looks like a flat-out campy-ass. It almost looks like a Tim Burton movie. When you're really? watching the trailer, I'll send it to you later So it's on. more or less than just like the show. He's just doing a, like yeah, a version a of the show. Yeah, a colorized version of the show, basically. But huh. Herman's got like this really high voice, and you're used to him being Fred Gwynn and everything. Yeah. The only person I do think looks really good is the uh, the grandfather, who's played by Daniel Robach. Do you remember uh, Disorganized Crime? Mm, with, uh, the name sounds with really Al Bundy. familiar. Uh, Remember with the movie where Al Bundy loses his pants in the river when he's trying to chase the uh, chase down Lou Diamond Phillips and Fred Gwynn and no uh, what else is Daniel Robach in The River's Edge was a big one with him uh, he was in Lost for a little while if you look up Daniel Robach he's a famous character actor you probably recognize uh, he plays the grandfather in it and I I was amazed that Rob Zombie even thought of him to put it in it and he looks oh great. yeah I know him yeah, yeah yeah hey he's a bunch of stuff. Uh, 
but he might be the only saving grace for that. I mean, if it's streaming for free, I'll watch it, but yeah. I'm not going to see it any other way. I saw a couple really good trailers uh, on here. Let me go to my list here. It's interesting that like he's not using, other than Sherry Moon, he's not using anybody else. Oh, Richard Blake's in it, okay. Or, yeah, Break, sorry. Um, he's not really using anybody else that he's used before. There's a, uh, if anyone listening, you should check out the trailer for, uh, I've been deep, deep into the horror like genre over uh, the last like month. Well, I mean, I it's it's July. I, I, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I'm telling you, two of the trailers of movies that are going to come out around uh, right before Halloween to check out: Barbarian mm-hmm. and Smile. Hmm. Check those trailers out. All right. Uh, and let's go now to Paul's movie corner. I watched 14 <laughs> movies since the last time I saw you. Well, so. and since you're on a horror movie little sidetrack here when you're done with yours i've got i found out an interesting thing today so oh, go nice. ahead uh okay let me go to my movies I, i've been starting this list of films i've seen in 2022 mm-hmm. and i have them in one two three four different categories and okay. these are my categories uh-huh. fantastic which is top of the list masterpiece quality five star movie five stars yeah. right under it is really good like it very worth owning yeah i like it uh i'll i'll rewatch it and i certainly will own it uh, decent probably won't own it, but the uh, and, and I'll mention a couple of them today. Uh, and then there's just, a reason why they're on the decent one there yeah. and not on the last one, which is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, I was I've been in my lane for so long yeah. just watching movies that we love and are fascinated with. Yeah, I've forgotten how many bad pieces of shit there are out oh, there. Oh yeah, dude, and especially horror movies. And I'm telling you, they're so hit or miss. If you're making a horror movie, I can tell you, I watch a lot of horror movies, and I grew up watching horror movies. There's a couple of key things. First of all, you need that sucker at 90 minutes. Yeah. Do not give me two hours of this fucking movie, nope. man. And there's a lot of them. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, fucking get there already. Yeah. And the other one is, I, I could give a shit about kids in the movie. I don't need your scary fucking kids, dude. Every once in a while it works. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all for it. But, uh, but there's too many like uh, kids in the attic with dark faces and shit. Yeah. Or like veins coming out and no, no eyeballs and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's yeah. not really that great. Yeah. And the other one is, <laughs> and this is the most important one, stick the damn landing at on the ending. Absolutely. Because there's been so many movies that have made it to my decent one that I'm like, mm-hmm. this movie's awesome. Yeah. Please stick the landing. Please yeah. stick it. And yep. so many of them do not. And yep. I'm like, oh, to be honest, that's one of the reasons that I've kind of fallen off from watching mm-hmm. horror movies, because I guess maybe I just got a string of bad ones that just had shit endings. And well, I couldn't think I'm, of them. I'm right here now. to help you with some of the good ones. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the problem with a lot of the um, horror movies, it is it is pretty subjective. Yeah. Uh, once you know what somebody likes, it is. So I'm going to mention some of the I'm not going to go through uh, the, the synopsis on all these, maybe a couple. But uh, and I mentioned a couple in the last pod. I think I mentioned the Apostle and the Invitation, which were really phenomenal. Though they're both available, you should definitely check out the Apo- uh, Apostle mm-hmm. on Netflix. It the is only, it only, is amazing. That's not the one with Robert Duvall. No, okay, no, no. It's a one which that was, was a like, really good movie, by the way. Uh, the four movies that I watched recently that made it on the Fantastic list are Apostle, The Invitation, What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. and then Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson where she's like an alien that comes to Earth. I heard about it's that It's very, one. that's that's a fantastic, in my eyes, I think most people are going to think it's boring as shit. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing about that one. But The Invitation and, and Apostle, definitely check out, man, really good. Mm-hmm. So the ones that made it on the really good list were um, 
uh, I mentioned a couple last time. Let me go past those. Unfriended. Have you seen that? I heard it's all about done it. with like the Zoom type Isn't of that cameras with the, and everything. The guy from Harold and Kumar. Uh, I don't think he's in it. I think it's a whole bunch of nobodies. It's just kids that are on like a Zoom group chat together, and uh, someone busts in or hacks into the group chat and threatens to kill them, and uh, they start dying in interesting ways on their own little like Zoom cameras. And oh, everything cool. And they've I've watched actually several movies like that. There was another one that made it onto my dog shit list called oh. Host. Uh-huh. Which was a, it was literally pandemic Zoom. Meeting. Yeah, that, I mean, that's and, where they came up with and, the idea. And maybe that had Kumar in it. I'm, I'm, it might have, and a small little tiny There was role. one where, it's not, it was, um, it was Harold. Um, and he, his daughter went missing. And he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That one I saw it was garbage. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad <laughs> I never saw it then. But Unfriended, really good. The other one, You're Next. Have you seen You're Next? That it's came out a little while ago. That was a home invasion movie. Um what was great about it? I feel like I saw that. What was great about it? They had like sheet masks on, and uh, the it was a whole family living in a mansion, and one of the son's girlfriend turned out to be a complete badass and started kicking ass and killing. This all is the, the one where they invaders. play the games. No, it's like hide no. And seek. That's a that's a different one. We saw we saw that one. That's not this one. Huh? You're next. Very very good. So check check that out. Uh, let's see. Here's another one you've been telling me about, and you watched this. You, the next two that made it on my really good list are movies that you had seen previously and told me about. Okay. Uh, but I had known about them. I just uh, hadn't known Sure, anyone. take I, away I all my credit. It. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you definitely confirmed that they were worth watching. Uh, one of them, which... It almost made it on my fantastic list. Oh, wow. Was Willy's Wonderland. I fucking love that movie, dude. It's so fucking good, dude. It's, dude, it's, it's really so good. It's so fucking good. The fact dude. that he doesn't say a word is absolute genius. The fact that he takes that break with the, with the sodas is absolutely genius. Everything about it is Everything awesome. is fucking it's awesome. good, dude. I, it's so close to being on that Wonderland. fantastic list. Wonderland. God, I love it, dude. Oh, dude. I I probably have literally sat and watched that movie through at least 30 times, dude. I don't know what it is about it, but I fucking love that yeah. movie, dude. Yeah. I'm so glad you saw no, it. No, no, I loved it. And the other one uh, was Orphan. I loved yeah. Orphan. Yeah. And I knew the ending. Yeah. I knew the ending going into it. Uh, because it had been ruined so by long. like three or four different people. Yeah. Uh, uh, it had been out for a long time. I remember and, the uh, ending, but I haven't seen it in so long that like I don't was, remember the details. It was really I good. The story. And, and what's interesting about it, the sequel comes out next month. And they already have a trailer for it. Really? And it's that girl. No. Yeah. And she Whoa. like escapes from the mental. I don't know how she lived after the first one. I'm not going to spoil or anything, but it. It certainly at the end of it seemed like she wasn't <laughs> gonna be back, but they've they've they're trying to de-age her now because if you look up her IMDb page, she's gorgeous, like absolutely, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous, and uh, they really it had. It must to... be Isabella Furman. Maybe. It's got to be her. Yeah. So check the trailer off of that later. But I really really enjoyed it. I I love that Vera uh, Famiglia, who's the girl from The Conjuring, all the Conjuring movies. Yeah. Uh, her and Patrick Wilson are like the husband and daughter team. I yeah. love her, man. She is she re- so good. She, she reminds me of uh, Scully from X Files. Does she? Yeah. She reminds I don't know me why. more of like uh, one of the Arquettes, like Patricia or Rosanna. Rosanna Arquette, I think she kind of reminds me of. Oh, her. I'm thinking, no, yeah, no, that is her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vera, she's so good. She's one of the best actresses, actually. She's right great, now. dude. So some of the decent ones 
were the two VHS movies. Have you seen either of those? I think I saw the first one. And the only reason they didn't make it on my very good list, some of them were, some of the episodes were really good, and some I of them were, were just, eh. I the problem with it, I just because of the shaky cam, I can't do it, man. Yeah. I can't move that to my very good list because of the, that alone. I had to look away. I didn't look away at any of the horror, but I had to look away at just cam. the shaky cam, man. Yeah. I can't do those things anymore. It's, mm. I thought the time was done. Yeah. And these, those were old movies, so they were probably still in the yeah, kind of I feel like now. I saw that one, but didn't like it. It's been a while. Uh, the first one had five different segments. Three of them were really good. Two mm-hmm. of them were like, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, none of them were bad. And the second one had... The third one was directed by the guy who did The Raid. And, oh, really? And it was uh, someone put on a hidden camera and went into a cult kind of compounds. Oh, wow. And right when they were all about to kill themselves. And it was like a demon that they were like birthing out of somebody. And I, you, I haven't seen The Raid, but I know what The Raid is. Yeah. Apparently that chaoticness is in this thing. Oh, shit. And people shit. were like, holy shit. So... And, then so that's think a number of, two. Think of the uh, scene from the key, uh, Kingsman church scene. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is. Yeah, then. it's, it's like, that, but with like in a compound with everyone killing themselves and a demon, like a full-on demon, like going from room to room. It's really amazing. Justin, remember to check yeah. that out. VHS 2, it's on, uh, I think it's on Hulu, and it's like the third episode. I, I think all three of them, uh, uh, no, both the VHS movies were really good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought... The, the first one was just as good. But uh, like I said, I, won't, I can't move it up because of the shaky Did cams. you ever see um, Escape Room? No. It's pretty fucking decent. Okay, I'll it's, add that to my list. I have a huge list of it's ones. It's cheesy, you know, older teen horror, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, it's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. I'll check it out. I've, been, I've got a huge list of ones. I watched Oculus, which was uh, the, the girl who plays the, what's the blue girl from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, Karen Gillan, she's Neb- uh, Nebula. Yeah, yeah. The girl plays Nebula. It's with mirrors and her brother, and uh, there's like a portal and everything. It was it was decent enough to stay on the decent and not the dog shit pile. But <laughs> and then the final one is we haven't finished this yet, but Bob's Burgers, the uh, the movie. And like you said, the only thing keeping it from very good is the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and uh, it would be very good if it wasn't for the music. It's just a long Bob's Burgers episode. I, I'm not going to give a whole lot of love to the dog shit. I'm just going to tell you the ones I couldn't stand. So It Follows had a great premise, and it just fucking fell apart. <clears throat> that host movie, which was the uh, the Zoom call one. If you want to watch a good version of that, watch Unfriended. Yeah. Not host. It sucked. Good to know. Uh, Sinister. Yeah, it wasn't good, man. I tried to uh, really enjoy it, too. The Ethan Hawke uh, one. Where That's he, older, right? Yeah, it's a little older. There's like two or three of those, I think. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, I watched the I first remember, one. I remember watching, I think, the f- both of them at least. And Yeah, it was just, eh. eh. It was... It was fucking, eh. that was nothing. You know, it, it was if a they lot had of stuck music. the landing, it, it might have been it would have put it on the decent list. But because it didn't stick the landing at all, and the uh, effects were cheesy as shit, I was like, ah, it's dog shit. Yeah. And then the number one dog shit that I I heard was good for years, and then I watched it, and I couldn't. It it frustrated me more than anything was the strangers with Liv Tyler, the home invasion movie, and uh, they had like baby face masks and shit like that. Yeah. And it was so fucking bad, man. I remember it, I saw that in the theater, and I remember I, thinking I couldn't the same stand. Thing. That they, well, it, it just is it Jeremy Oliphant. Uh, no, it? Uh, it was Liv Tyler and Scott Speedsman, the guy from Underworld, huh. the blonde-haired guy from Underworld. Uh, yeah, and it was just they're a troubled couple who are in like maybe a, I'm thinking uh, of the crazies. Yeah, the crazies is a little different. The crazies is Timothy Oliphant. That's know? what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this is a home invasion movie. They're in the woods. Uh-huh. Uh, three strangers come and just uh, terrorize them and everything. They were just. 
you're watching Liv Tyler like cry in the closet the whole movie under the table crying yeah. I was like these guys are not fighting back yeah. they have guns the guys outside have knives and they still can't fucking you do win. anything right like- <laughs> yeah, I, and they still it's so bad you know how bad it is I'm using it as a coaster right now <laughs> <laughs> that's my big reveal that's fucking great <laughs> So yeah, that it, totally worth the dog shit. But you know what's not dog shit? We got two movies we're going to talk about today. That was a big prelude to this, but it was all movie stuff, so I'm all about it. Uh, we're going to talk about two movies on our top 100 list. Up till now, we've been kind of randomly picking the numbers, and uh, it just is too uh, problematic of repeating each other or, or picking one that we haven't. So I've decided that... we. I'm gonna. Uh, we'll each come to the table with a movie on their top hundred list that they want to talk about and kind of highlight and explain why it is your favorite movie. So they're basically the same thing, but it's not going to be as random. Uh, it will be as random uh, t- to me. I did not know until about ten minutes ago what Justin was going to pick, and the same with me. So why don't you reveal to the audience what your pick is going to be? So it's number twenty nine. Oh, nice! I can look up mine then. And uh, it's Brightburn. Love Brightburn, man. I'm so excited to talk about this flick. I feel like not enough people know about this movie, and everyone should know about this movie. M- mine is number 95, and it's a reason I picked this one, particularly this week, is Alien Nation, which I absolutely oh, love. Yeah, Alien Nation. I haven't seen this in so long. Uh, it's so I loved good. it, I-, I grew up loving it. It could yeah. easily be like on my top 20, but I-, I just randomly have it at 95. But obviously, we lost James Caan yeah. this week, which was uh, very sad. He was one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Uh, Godfather is also on my top 100. Uh, Misery is not, but it probably would be on my top 200. He was great in that. I, I loved him in Misery. Thief is on my top 100. And I don't think if I you're saw not that one. familiar, and a lot of people aren't. My mom, I was talking to her the other day, and she wasn't familiar with Thief. If you haven't seen Thief, look it up, man. It's just him playing in the like 70s. He's just a grungy safe cracker that just gets hired to do jobs and huh. break into the side of walls and, and steal the stuff. And he's got. Uh, great car and great cash, and he's just there to do the job, man. It's a great old school Michael Mann, the same guy who did Heat. Uh, and movie man. for those man. of you who aren't getting a picture from this description, he's also Will Father's dad yep. in Elf. In Elf, yeah. yep. He's on the naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite uh, ho- moments. Hopefully, not anymore. <laughs> one, one of the best Ed Asner deliveries, too. It, Go back and watch when he tells him he's on the on naughty list, yeah. where he does that pause, and then he looks down, and he does his head cock. He says, he's on the naughty list. Yeah. It's, it's such a, the best delivery of anybody in that whole movie, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love James Conn. James Conn, even in like uh, Mickey Blue Eyes, he was great. And, uh, it was like great that, uh, it was, I guess you could call it a romantic comedy. It was with Hugh Grant, but Hugh Grant falls in love with a uh, daughter of a guy who's in a mob, in the mob, mm-hmm. and... Uh, James Conn plays the dad. So you get to see all those great kind of character actor, kind of mobsters from back in the day in it too. So yeah, I love uh, him. But before we go to that, let's go back to yours. We're going to start with some Brightburn. Hell yeah. Uh, This was was a movie that was in the theater for like a moment. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like, did you see it in the theater? No. And you know, and that was the thing. Did you see it first or did I see it first? I don't remember. Um, Because I think we, you, me and Dave, I think all saw it at the same time. I don't think Dave saw it yet. No, Dave did see it. Oh, he did. I think I lent it to him. Maybe I lent it to both of you. It, it might have been the case where I watched it and told I, you guys I saw to it see on it. Redbox. Um, I know my br- because my brother. No, no, I think that was it. I think we had both seen it independently, but then 
then found out we had seen it. And uh, I know I didn't see it in the movie theater. Yeah. And I thought you might have told me, like, dude, you need to see this. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. And so I definitely lent it to Dave, too, because yeah, Dave was aware I got of it, it on Redbox. I remember that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, bro. It's so like, good. I, I'm I'm pissed at myself for not knowing about it in the theater. I know. Well, and I, th- I okay. So this is here's the truth. Um, I thought this shit, this movie was gonna be shit. You know, mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, okay, bad Superman. I don't. I hadn't even hit, seen the trailer for it, and I've realized I, all those movies I've just went off talking about. I hadn't seen the trailer for any of those. Yeah, I, I find it better not to even. It's see fun, the dude. For it. Yeah, I try not to watch. Like, uh, nope. I I have I've seen the first like ten seconds of the first yeah. trailer. That when I watched Thor the other night, they had like the extended on. I shit you not. I put my fingers in my ears. Yep. I closed my eyes. I'm and definitely went, gonna go see la la la, la 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 la. <laughs> well, and he's over. because he's all about. A shock. Yeah, he, he's. I know it's about aliens. Well, you know what I mean. That's people all don't I need want to, to make the comparison, but there is a very strong M Night Shyamalan comparison yeah. with Jordan Peele because he he ends his movies with this big shock like M yeah. Night used to do. Right. And the difference between them so far is he knows how to stick the damn landing. Right. Uh, not that M Night did not stick the landing on a. Field. He just shoots too many shots. Yeah. You know. Well, that's what it is too. If. Say M. Knight has done, maybe he's done 12 movies. Right. He stuck the landing on five of them pretty well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But. Let's say, let's see, what we got? Six Cents, Unbreakable. Uh, split. Split, Old. I think he, I think he stuck yeah. the landing on Old. I thought and Old I, was good. And might, people might argue this, but I think he stuck the, stuck it on The Village. I, you, I didn't like The Village. Um, you didn't yeah. like that ending, man? I didn't. That ending, man. I, I didn't see that coming. Like, I didn't like it. That's right. You liked. I didn't like signs. I didn't think signs was signs was good. eh. You know, the happening eh. Swing away. Uh, what, not the a visitor fan. was that? Was that another one that was like eh? Wanted it to be good. Wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and I can't. Couldn't stand glass. Glass. So, so four of the four of them yeah. were decent to you, and five of them were decent to me. Yeah. Right. So you know he's yeah. got he's got a forty to fifty percent average in there. <laughs> you know? I don't know how we got off on that. That's day. all right. Oh, because we were talking about Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. it's it's true. It's and true. that comes out like in a couple weeks, right? Next week, I think. Twenty second. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna go check it out. Hell I've yeah. watched his other two movies in the theater. Yeah, I have been paying for this fucking Regal Pass for so long, dude, and I have not been using it. I tried. To oh, you're you're doing it now? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I tried to cancel it the other day because I haven't been using it. Yeah. Dude, the fucking cancellation, it's impossible. Oh, really? It's impossible. <laughs> they make it hard They're just going to take my money for the rest of my life because I fucking give up. Well, like, then you better just use that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to have to start going. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't know about Brightburn yeah. for sure. And all I had known about it going in is uh, when a kid goes into puberty, he a kid is Superman esque and yeah. when he goes to puberty instead of becoming a good guy he becomes a bad guy yeah it's basically all that you need to know about the log line yeah uh really brilliantly cast i love uh elizabeth banks yeah, yeah she is so great. underrated in my opinion she is uh the host of uh press your luck <laughs> oh really press your luck yeah there's a new version of press your luck no whammy no whammy no yeah. whammy no whammy stop and, and i have it set to tape i watch it every week that's fucking uh, great half the reason i like it is because of her she is so fucking good at that hosting really? job huh. uh she's just very likable man i i always like elizabeth banks no matter what she's in i know she's a boston girl too which i have a soft spot for <laughs> but she's also she's just amazing at everything that she's in and she is so good as the mom in this. now who plays the dad i'm not sure i remember oh it's uh david denman he's the guy he's roy from the office roy from the office yeah 
Uh, top right, your side. Oh, see, I did not know him from anything else. Oh, yeah. He's, I don't watch The Office. He's, yeah, he's I, a big star in The Office? Um, he's Or just a couple of the seasons? For the first two or three seasons, he yeah. is. I remember um, him now that I see him, but I think I only know him from this. Uh-huh. And I know Badger as the brother-in-law. He's, yeah. He's the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Matt Jones. Uh, anyone else Who? famous? Matt Jones. <laughs> <laughs> was there anyone else famous in this? Uh, Let's see. Not really. I don't think the kid was. Oh, uh, Michael Rooker's in it. Oh, Michael Rooker. Yeah. Who's Michael Rooker play? Uh, the Big T. I'm not sure who huh. that is. I don't. I don't remember anything happening to him either. Wow. Uh, I'm definitely gonna rewatch this come Halloween because don't get us wrong. This is a balls out horror movie. Uh, and and that's what it was. I didn't realize yeah. that. I would have gone to go and see oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. in the theater had I had known what type of movie this was. I thought it was just going to be like a bad guy, like a yeah, like story. a superhero, and an was, alternate superhero, and it was about a kid. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a movie for like 13, 14 year olds. Yep. Like, I'm not going to go see that in the in the theater. And then somebody, I think it was you, yeah. told me how fucking good this yeah. was. And I mean, there were several, and we'll talk about them. We'll let you know when we get to the spoilers. Pun intended. My draw, my jaw dropped yeah. when there, I saw this fucking movie. We'll we'll let you know when there's some spoilers, and there'll be some. We'll just let you know now. Yeah. If, if you want to uh, avoid spoilers, pause us, go watch *Brightburn*, and then come back and listen to us because we want to talk about some of the uh, yeah. scenes in this movie because they are, like Justin said, jaw dropping for sure. Yeah. But there were some cringeworthy stuff that I watched through my fingers and that's very rarely i watch a lot of horror movies yeah and very rarely do i ever want to like uh turn my head away yeah recently it's with raw i tried to have my girl watch raw she she made about a half or, or a half hour into it she yeah. couldn't do it man. yeah she couldn't do it Mm-mm. i loved it it's yeah. so good it's so effective it is the scariest freaking movie to come out in the last 10 years really if you can if you can do it if man. you can it's make so, it it's so good and it's intense Damn. and it it's got a satisfying ending what's it on uh <clears throat> it's either uh netflix or hulu okay i might it's one of the two i might accept your challenge i'll, I'll look up i i wouldn't watch it with your girl no i'll watch it by myself uh, because you said she doesn't like horror movies or she can some you know what i think i'll do i i think i'll make a, a it's TikTok. on netflix i think i'll make a tiktok of me watching it and then just cut it and put it on put it on so TikTok. Good, is it that? Is it's it that so, like so good? Is it fucked up? Yeah, it's fucked up. But it's the, what got me through it. And uh, is that I've done indie films before, yeah. so some of the gross scenes in there, you, you know, they're they're nothing. You know, it's, right? I, yeah. I know. I've seen how the sausage is made. Yeah. And when th- when things are real bad, I yeah. go to that spot right. in my head. Like, like this oh, isn't real. I, I can see the six cameras. Yeah. They're right behind her. Right. And yeah. it's all right. Yeah. But. There has a lot of that moments in it. And I went and watched that other, the Tatane one, I couldn't recommend you. It's, yeah. real, it's too beyond fucked up. Yeah. It, it, might, it might fuck you I'm up. good on that one. <laughs> but Raw is a balls out horror movie and it's fucked up, but it's a good fucked up. And they, they, they stuck that landing, man. Oh, big time. I'll have to check that check out, it out. Then. Uh, But very similar to, to, very similar to Raw, though, mm. it was how the shock scenes were in this movie. Yeah. Even the mild ones, like even like, the, and the suspense was so thick in this. Movie. I'm telling you, man. So I, I mean, let's just hear go, real go quick. Ahead. So this is basically the story of Superman as he's grown up. It's not they never call him Superman, but nope. just just know that it's Superman. It is. Um, they even find him in the same way. You exactly. Know? You know, um, and he doesn't know that he has any type of powers at all. Um, it doesn't manifest itself until puberty. Right. And, which is what makes it really interesting. And is so that the most fucked up period of a dude's life, basically. Yeah, where <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the first kind of test of his strength is 
when he's cutting the grass. <laughs> that scene right there, that's the scene I was kind of alluding it to. That it- The first time you see that scene, dude, it is hard to keep your yeah. eyes on it. Like, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and, and that's... That's the whole thing with the Raw movie. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's the exorcist woman walking up the fucking steps, man. And yeah. that, that is really what makes that really tense, curl up on the fucking uh, grab your knees type horror movie that you're going to watch. And Brightburn was that, man. Yeah. I, I, I gave it to my mom to watch. She loved it. Oh, really? Uh, which you could go either way, man. Because yeah. this is a, this could. Uh, well, and again, dude. It's I, an advanced horror. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is I just I had no idea like the extent to which they were gonna go yeah. effects wise. You know Well, once the brother in law scene happens. Well, yeah, but well honestly with the little girl. Uh, you know that happened before that? Yeah, that, that was the first the, thing. That was the first thing. That, that was happened? the very so there was the lawnmower, which Well spoil- talk about that. What happens? So with we've lawnmower? already said spoiler alert. Yep, spoiler. Okay, yeah, we're gonna so- be we're gonna do spoilers here. So he's cutting the lawnmower and something happens to where it like falls over and the blade is still spinning. And he walks over to it and he's almost like hypnotized by this blade just spinning and spinning and spinning and the lawnmower is just running full speed. And he's looking down at it and there's just this sense of like again, like hypnosis that he's looking at it and he just slowly starts to reach his hand down into the lawnmower and you're just <laughs> thinking to yourself just like hearing you telling me about this freaking yeah man. like and you're just thinking to yourself like dude i don't know if you have superpowers or not yet it was brilliant don't cut fucking do it together you know? too you know you're seeing him you're seeing the hand the and music is, it, music's yeah. kicking it's whirling in your and, hand and he fucking sticks his hand in the lawnmower and it just stops yeah and he's just like, and I mean, there's not a mark on him, you know. But the the movie goer, your heart is still racing. Absolutely, it's like racing in your chest because you were like, oh my god, it's yeah. gonna do something. Yeah. And so he looks at his hand, and he's just like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And he picks up the lawnmower and fucking throws it yeah. like a mile. You know what I mean? It's and, crazy. And so that's when he kind of realizes that, okay, I'm definitely different. And, and his parents have been keeping something from him, you know, because yeah. his parents found him similar, to, similar to Superman. No, before oh, that, yeah. like mm-hmm. when he was younger, they found him. They, they couldn't have a baby or they had some miscarriages. There was something going on. And then uh, similar to like, uh, I don't know, what, what was their name? Kent, the Kents yeah. in, in Superman. Yeah. The uh, kind of a hurled kind of comet comes from the sky, lands on the ground. It's mm-hmm. a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, they take the baby out of there and they raise it as their own. Well, yeah. it's very, it's the exact same thing, except they took the spaceship yep. and they buried it in the barn. Yeah. Like under the ground. Yeah. And it's, it starts rattling, you know, and it's something's trying to wake up along with his kind of metamorphosis uh, of awakening that's happening within yeah. his body. It's really interesting parallel between a, a boy's puberty and like doing it this way that his, his powers are connected. Yeah. Well, and they even talk about in the movie, um, you know, like saying that when he was a baby, he had so much trouble breathing, you know, and that they had to put him on like, you know, uh, breathing tubes and shit like that. And that was like his body getting used to the atmosphere. And so shortly after the lawnmower scene, that's where he goes sleepwalking. Yeah. And his mom finds him in the barn trying to like rip open this barn door that has these huge chains and lock on it. And he's been told never to go in there, just leave it alone, you know? Um, and his mom like brings him to, and he's like screaming and shit, you know? Um, excuse me. And, uh, so he's like, she tells the dad like, Hey, he knows, you know what I mean? Like he knows there's something in there, whether he's asleep or awake, he's trying to get in there. 
And so he has this crush on this girl. Um, and he now has these powers and he's super fucking fast, mm-hmm. you know? And so he like says something flirtatious to her. She doesn't really flirt back or anything, but he goes into her fucking window at night and turns her computer on and is out uh, of the room it's, before. It's, it's just, it's tense, man. Yeah. It's so tense. Yeah. It, even like I said, even these mild scenes where nothing's happening, you're just like, oh, get out of there, get out of there, get right. out of there. <laughs> which, which then leads to like the next day because she says she sees him in the room, but you know, there's nobody there. Um, and so they're like, you know, there's like, there's no way that's even possible. He's in his bed and he is in his bed because he's so fast. But the next day they're in gym class and they're doing like a trust exercise, you know, where they're like pushing each other around in a circle and not letting each other fall. And he is in the middle of the circle and he gets pushed her direction and she moves out of the way and lets him fall. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, he's on the ground and the coach says like, you know, help him up. He's your he's your teammate. Help him up, you know. And she's like, no, um, he's a pervert, you know, and. Like, he's like, no, you have to help him up, you know? So she goes to give him her hand and he takes her hand and like uses all of his force to just stay on the ground and just crushes her fucking hand, dude. Like, like pulverizes. Yeah. Like she's never going to use that hand again. Yeah. Like, oh man. It's crazy. What what really got me though is there's two scenes. We could talk about both of them. Sure. I know the truck scene. They're The truck scene and the diner scene with the girl with the eye. And the end. Oh, the end, man. God damn, man. There's so many fucking scenes. And it's like one after another. And the dad. And the dad. The dad was, I'm telling you, not since probably, well, Raw did it in that Tatane movie, uh, Mm -hmm. did it to me, where you're watching it and you're like, I'm not sure I can keep up. I'm not sure I can continue watching this movie, man. It's so so intense. And you don't expect it with Brightburn. No. That's that's what was kind of weird And that's why I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, You know, dude, it it must have flopped. I'm going to look it up. It must have flopped at the box office. Yeah, it found an audience. And it's one of those movies that... Every, when it was in Redbox, I think everyone discovered it at the same time. And you would tell anyone, have you seen Brightburn? Did yeah. you see that movie? Yeah. And no one disliked it uh, that that was convinced to see it. Because you could see that the super uh, the superhero element might turn off a lot of people. You know? I mean, you were going to... You were going to see it anyways, a superhero or if it was a horror movie. But some people who don't want to be watch a superhero movie, if they had flat out known that it was a balls out horror movie, they would have been there day one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the scene with Badger, and it's the scene uh, affectionately known as the scene in the truck. Oh, uh, God. And he confronts him. Maybe you might be, be able to tell it more accurately than me. So, I mean, he goes over to his aunt's house. And he's basically like about to kill his aunt. Or maybe he did kill his aunt. I think he killed his aunt. And then his uncle comes home and catches him. And he doesn't go inside. You know, he's like, I'm taking you home right now. And so they're driving along in the truck. And he's like, what were you doing at the house? What were you doing at the house? You know, and he's not going to answer him. And he starts getting really frustrated. And basically he threatens the kid. And the kid fucking i don't know if he gets out of the car yeah i can't remember him getting out of the car but he gets out of the car and he makes he shows him well he shows him like kind of what he can do and the dude's like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck you know and he disappears and then he picks up the back of the car yeah and he must lift it 50 feet in the air and just slam and drops it hood first and it hits the ground and his uncle literally eats the fucking steering wheel 
and it rips his bottom jaw off of his fucking face yeah. pretty much. He's, he's holding it up. Yeah. And and it's as... And he's trying to put it back on. It's as realistic as you think it oh would Oh, my look. God. And it, he survives. He fucking survives. There's, there's not a single person that... I can guarantee you without even knowing the facts, there's not a single person that didn't watch it with their mouth just, like, open. Or jaw their, or their hand over their yeah. mouth. Yeah. And it was intense. You yeah. did not expect it. Yeah. Uh, because up until then, the, the violence was... It was there, and it was, uh, it was brewing, but it was not as blatant. Yeah. When they showed that, you were like, holy shit, none yeah. of us are safe now. No. And it carried over to the diner scene that was right after it, which we don't have to go into the, like, uh, logistics... Uh, but someone's eye gets pierced like horribly yeah. with a piece of glass yeah. and where they have to oh. literally pull it out of their own eye. Oh, that's and right. I it, forgot it's, about it's, that. So it's oh, the, that fucking hurts. And then the, the dad with his scene in the woods and his, his dad's going to pull an old yeller. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Take him out for a little walk in Maybe the woods. No, yeah, we're just going to go hunting, son. Come yeah. on. Well, oh. it'll be all right. And then, yeah. Yeah, he, he was he, gonna. He was gonna he literally tries, to kill his son. He tries to shoot him in the back of the head yeah. with a fucking deer rifle, and it just bounces off. Yeah. And the kid, it's like it's like somebody threw a pebble at the back yeah. of his head, and he just kind of like ducks a little bit, you know. And he stops and he turns around, and the dad. Is this is, the first time we saw him use the power that you're about to talk about? Um, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what was so shocking about yeah. it. Yeah, because we've seen soup. It, it really is Superman. I mean, it's like a blatant ripoff. Yeah, They're not calling it Bizarro but, uh, Superman, but yeah. it could have been called Bizarro Superman. Yeah, which is evil Superman. Yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, he. We get to see the lasers in the eyes. He just torches him, dude. Wow. And, and it was a. It's an intense scene. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Very intense. Oh, and I, I don't re- remember what happens after that. That's when he goes home. That, I know he goes home and he confronts Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Doesn't he? He like picks her up off Dude, the well, ground. Well, so she calls the cops. I don't cops. remember how it ends ends. Oh, uh. you get, spoiler alert. So she calls the cops um, and the cops are, are on their way trying to get with, mm-hmm. get to her. She's at home. He knows that she's there and he is just like scaring the living fuck out of her dude yeah, yeah. you know one more thing so in his dreams he was hearing this voice say something and he couldn't figure out what it was and he kept getting drawn back to the rock and drawn back to the rock and finally it comes clear to him and this thing is saying take the world oh yeah and so he realizes that the whole reason he's there is to take the world yeah, to you know everybody. um and so he is scaring the fuck out of I mean like flying through the house and like you know and the viewer we were all scared I mean it's it's, it's freaking scary shit so the cops show up and the the main police officer is at the front door and she's like get away get away and he's like ma'am police da 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 and you just see this flash go by the door and I think it fucking beheads him because he's going so fast and it like throws his body against a tree and like gets fucked up you know? um and then there's a female cop with him and she comes in pulls out her gun and she's like going up the stairs and he comes down and it's almost like cartoon style he just picks her up and just fucking slams her against the roof and the floor the roof and the floor and she's still alive when he's done with her and she just can't fucking move and yeah. elizabeth banks is hiding so she gets out and she makes it to the barn because at one point he gets cut by the rock, you know, right. so it's almost like kryptonite, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so she realizes that, like, she could kill him, you know, if she can get a shard of the rock. So she runs to the barn. She breaks off a shard of the rock. 
He shows up in the barn. She's got it like diehard style behind <laughs> her. You know what I mean? Um, and she, t- yeah, you know, and she tells him, "You're my son, and I love you. I'll always love you. I'll always be your mother. You're a good boy. Like we can fix this. We, you, you know, we can make things better." And he comes over and he fucking gives her a hug, and she goes to take the shard and fucking stab him in the back with it, and he catches her fucking hand. And now remember, she's the only person on the planet that knows this can hurt him. Yeah, he catches her fucking hand. She drops the fucking shard and he flies up to however high airplanes fucking fly. (laughs) Before you break through the atmosphere. Yeah. (laughs) And he's holding her and she's saying, I'm sorry, I love you. I'm sorry, I love you. You know, and you can see that like in him, she was the last tiny piece of fucking goodness, bro. And he just fucking lets her go. (laughs) And. She, you just see her falling again, diehard style. When what's his name falls <laughs> yeah, out of the building, Hans Gruber. <laughs> yeah, you know she Hans Gruber's all the way to the fucking ground, dude. Man, and it, it just ends open ended like that. Well, too, it right? ends. Like, it, so that's pretty much the end. And then the fucking credits show him just going from town to town, just fucking shit up. And he's got his little backwards B, forwards B for Brightburn because yeah. that was his last name. Um, well, it was it was like Brian Brightburn or something. It was BB were yeah. his initials. Um, and you just see him like hovering over cities and like people like, what the fuck is that? So it did have it just it's, like a total it's dismal. It's so like, open-ended, bro. Like post-apocalyptic type ending. Well, I mean, he was fucking shit up in major cities, but there wasn't like the world is ending. He was like basically showing the world who he was. Yeah. And dude, I, every every time that I watch this movie, I fucking Google Brightburn <laughs> too, and they're they're just like, no, we're not gonna do it. And like, bro, you could come back right now, this many years later, and it would be a post. James Gunn had something to do with it. He was either the producer or one of the writers on it. I can't remember. I know it was kind of one of his uh, kind producer, of yeah. Producers, yeah. Um, uh, and 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 since we're talking, they about definitely it, can do it. I'm gonna book. just I'm gonna Google it now and see <laughs> if anything is coming out. Brightburn sequel? No, um, it's a shame because they could really go in some crazy, crazy places with this uh, in a sequel. Now this says February 18th, 2022. Brightburn is set to be released in 2022. Brightburn two. No. Yeah. So well, they if they're saying that, then it might be. A consideration of it happening, so yeah, obviously it's not gonna. I come up. I would go and see it in the fucking theater. Oh yeah, yeah. twice. Oh yeah, 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 like I think most people would uh, that saw the first one. Yeah, if you saw the first one, yeah, awesome man. Yeah, fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's a shame. What so? What is your uh, your your girl's tolerance level when it comes to she doesn't horror, watch horror movies? No horror. No horror. No. I mean, no, but like how horror? Like thrillers? What's uh, what's a what's the most horrific? I, could I you just, watch Monster Squad? I or, mean, probably. Okay, you know. because you watch Jaws? Yeah. Poltergeist? Nah, probably not. Now we're getting crazy? Yeah, probably not. No Shining and obviously... Actually, I think she said she saw The Shining as a kid. And that's and probably it, why it, she doesn't like horror movies? Yeah, yeah, I think that's so what it was. So she stays clear of it. What kind yeah. of movies does she watch? Um, I mean, she loves Marvel um, and like action movies, Basically stuff like that. Basically just no horror. Yeah, just anything but horror, huh. you know, um, comedies. Right. Yeah. This is some good stuff. That, you know, <laughs> more for me, I guess. Does she, she, she listen to the pod? When's she, she going to come actually, on? We, we yeah. need to get her, uh, actually get on the pod. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about anything non-horror. Yeah. I might pick a horror. But <laughs> <laughs> There's some good movies out there that are horror that if I know you're kind of level, like, uh, uh, what 
about uh, because there's certain things that scare certain people that uh, like home invasion movies are scary for some people where yeah. other people uh, that anything dealing with the devil is scary right uh, I, I've got a huge list of movies to watch that are all horror related so uh, I've watched a couple though that are like uh, I don't know if I meant to talk to you about it but that Martyrs that's some straight up horror porn man horror torture porn oh it's, god no, it's I'm bad not man yeah, I'm not it was interested. bad uh, it was like, and this is the best example I uh, told somebody about it. I was like, imagine Hostel yeah. if they didn't get away. <laughs> and it's just like the torture. If they just, just con- never the left there? The torture just continues. Oh, God. It's like nothing redeeming. And there's yeah. a lot of those movies out there that, that I've watched. That I've seen, that was hard that, to That watch. goes right up there with Sticking the Landing. It's, it's, it's got real popular to have unhappy endings. Yeah. You know, and I don't mind two people making it. That's why I think I loved Your Next, because you knew that girl was a badass. Yeah. It was like... They invited, I know I saw that. It, it was like they had a uh, a party where they invited John Wick to it and didn't realize he yeah. was there. And you're like, oh shit, she's gonna fuck everyone up. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's not enough movies of that. I I, I really enjoy movies where the uh, that at least a couple of the heroines kind of get over on the dumb kind of uh, home invaders. But there's a lot that's not like that, you know. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean. <laughs> like I said, uh, Last House on the Left, dude. That yeah, is, I mean, it, well, even that was... The, well, the it, remake the, that I saw. The original at least had the parents fighting back with chainsaws and shit right, like that yeah. and everything like that. Well, I, that's what I was going to say, though, is like that particular movie will always stick with me because I have never rooted for a main character yeah. more than I did in that movie. I mean, I remember watching that movie and fucking terror for that girl yeah. you know what i mean like fuck dude well and that's how martyrs was it was a sweet girl mm-hmm. and it just you, you were seeing her being tortured and tortured and i'm watching and i'm like well she's gonna get out i mean and i'm trying to think of how she's gonna get out of her binds and everything and i was like oh well if she gets out of her binds maybe when the person comes down she can jump them nope just continues just more torture and torture and torture and yeah done. god and i'm like what the fuck i no. said like, give us something man yeah no all right We'll go on to mine here, man. Yeah. I love this movie. This is this is straight eighties. It's a fucking is it, classic. Is it eighty eight? Oh, Let me dude. check up the year. I'm on just this. gonna guess on it. I think you uh, might be right, but I'm Alien gonna say eighty seven. Nation. Uh Nineteen eighty eight. Oh wow! Spawned a series in nineteen eighty nine, which yep. I did not care for at all. Uh, I watched it a couple it, of it's, times. It's hard when you introduce those characters as different actors, yeah. you know, because my my alienation is always James Caan and Mandy Patinkin, you know? And I love Mandy Patinkin. And it was like for years, I don't think as a kid, I knew it was the same. And Toyo, uh, you know, the guy from Princess Bride who's looking for the right, uh, six yeah. fingered man. I don't think he, I knew that until now. And, uh, <laughs> and Mandy Patinkin has been in tons of shit over the years and everything. But when he's got that skull cap on, uh, it was great. So this is just, if you're not familiar with alien nation, it's a classic kind of, alien invasion but them and the aliens integrating within society Damn, and they're being and movie. they're being like uh discriminated against like other minorities you know it was almost like a, a common a common goal that other minorities could come to and like we can hate these guys now and they call them the newcomers right and they were like the those people and it's straight up them being kind of uh it's very uh, district nine it is very district nine yeah. if those aliens really were they weren't really integrated in society right. they and had, they weren't they had human like looking camps either and everything yeah these people were unbelievably intelligent they learned uh english in like three months so 
What I love about Alien Nation is what I love about any good sci-fi movie, the world creation. You mm-hmm. know, when they create a world and they've, they've sat down and they've thought little details about the aliens that are different than everybody else. Uh, some, of the, some of them that were key in this movie was their, their alcohol was spoiled milk. Yeah, I fucking love that. Uh, when they uh, getting kicked in the nuts for like a human man is under the armpits with the right. aliens. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, the aliens could deal with methane gas. The humans couldn't. Right. So what the main job that they had the newcomers doing was working in the uh, in the methane kind of refineries. And that's where like the shady stuff starts happening and everything. And, I, and I'll break down kind of the, the, the cool thing that's actually going on in the movie. I, I was looking at the cast. Did you say something about Saltwater? Saltwater, no, yeah, saltwater is another. That thing. was the fucking coolest. The, the, man. Yeah, saltwater is one of the coolest things about it. It's like battery acid yeah. for the newcomers. So yeah. no, no newcomers are on the beach. Yeah. That's for damn sure. <laughs> or unless they're being kidnapped and dragged there, which we do see yeah, in the movie. That's right. So at the very beginning of the movie, we get to see James Caan just being. It's it's a straight up just like cop movie. You know, a buddy cop movie, and he's got his uh, his partner. You could tell has been his partner for a long time. They're talking about his daughter's wedding, and uh, you, you get it gotta call your daughter and uh, uh james Conn's daughter is about to get married mm-hmm. and his best friend is going to be in the wedding and he's get, his wife's going to be there and they're just being they're just driving through what i think is san francisco or it's it, i'm not sure maybe it's a town that's not like identified in mm-hmm. the movie but i'm pretty sure it's kind of like uh, san francisco and they're driving through the town, and at the very beginning, this is how we're seeing how the aliens, they have kind of a little bit of a prelude in, leading into it. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, but as they're looking, as they're driving by the prostitutes, we see like regular human prostitutes and like one newcomer prostitute. Right, yeah. And then you see uh, homeless guys, and like a homeless guy comes, a homeless newcomer comes up to the car and is trying to get money from James Conn. He's like, oh, God. And that's how you find out about the sour milk. Uh-huh. He's like, why has it got to be sour milk yeah. that these guys drink? <laughs> uh, and everything, it's horrible. Yeah. And uh, he's just, they call him uh, the derogatory term for the newcomers is slags. Oh, really? So you can tell that... Uh, James Conn's not a big fan of the newcomers. You know, right. he kind of puts up with them and everything they like that. took our jobs. Yeah, they took our jobs. <laughs> so they get called to a robbery at a liquor store. Mm-hmm. And basically what happens is they are outgunned, <laughs> outnumbered, and they don't realize the firepower that some of these newcomers have for some reason. Mm-hmm. One of the newcomers who's at the robbery is the guy from Full Metal Jacket who so, uh, saved Joker's life at the end. Oh, really? Whenever he's like, ah, I saved Joker's life. Yeah. And, uh, he was in the photography with him. He's the one who uh, carried the camera around. He was one of the newcomers. Around the same time, too. It was like a year later. I think Full Metal Jacket was 87. This is 88. Hmm. And uh, you could tell by his face. And Terrence Stamp was also one of the main aliens in the movie. We know him as uh, the main villain in the old Superman movie. Yeah, I was just going to say, just know anytime you see him in a movie. Yeah, Yeah. anytime you see him in a movie, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. (laughs) He's got, well, not always. He was uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. He played one of the trans kind of drag queens. He was Uh, awesome as a drag queen. The the number one person you would not expect to play a drag queen. I could see him doing that, though. Man, you want to see a good movie with Terrence Stamp? It's called The Limey. It's uh, I think it's Steven Soderbergh. Heard of that. It's an old indie movie where he uh, his daughter disappears and he has to show up in town and discover what the hell happened. But uh-huh. he's like a 
he's like from the streets of like uh, Britain and he's like breaking people's hands and shit Sounds to like find it out. Get Carter. It's like Get Carter, basically. Yeah. Which is uh, a good movie. It's awesome. Yeah. Comes out in 4K later this week or next week. I know you it. love the Stallone one. Oh, uh, no. Hey. <laughs> Don't be misleading our listeners that way. <laughs> so. Uh, what happened? James Conn's partner gets killed, man. Yeah. He gets shot through the chest by these unbelievably huge slugs that he thinks he can hide behind the car, and these things go straight through the car. Yeah. And uh, they can't believe how big it is. Uh, and so what happens is James Conn gets take, taken off the case, and he gets re he gets put together with a newcomer partner and that's where Mandy Patinkin comes in as the newcomer and it's like that kind of growing pains them not liking each other and getting used to each other and I love the when he finds out that his name is San Francisco and he's like no no that's not gonna work for me yeah. I'm not gonna go around town introducing you to people as San Francisco yeah. Sam Sam Francisco Yeah. he's like I've heard some doozies in the day he's like I'm gonna call you George yeah. alright call you George <laughs> and for the rest of the movie he just calls him George that's funny I, I think it's great and, yeah uh, Manny Patinkin's like the most likable guy, too. He's a very, very likable dude. And we get to see him, remember, when James Caan picks him up from his house and he's like, uh, uh, roll over in your grave, Ozzy and Harriet. Because he sees, like... He's got like a little family and everything. He's got like a white picket fence and his wife's out there holding the baby. And and it looks like a good family and everything. And James Caan plays that rough, kind of sunny character from like The Godfather where he's not taking any shit. And basically what he wants to do is he wants to... He's been taken off the case, but he still wants to investigate it. Mm -hmm. And unbeknownst to him at this moment that they are... uh, that another case that they are put on is connected with the case that killed his, uh, uh, his partner. partner. Mm-hmm. So, but Mandy Patinkin's a by the books type of guy. And, uh, there's a great scene where James Conn just slams the car into the middle of the street and stops the car. And just traffic is beeping at him and going by screaming at him, being an asshole. And he was, he was like, I need you to understand that if, if we shed light on this case, it might shed light on this other case and them being connected like that, we can kind of inadvertently kind of investigate both of them and he kind of works it around where right. Manny Patinkin's like, oh, I guess so. A loophole. <laughs> a loophole. Yeah. Is that what this is? And uh, there's so many great scenes that we get to see them together. Remember the scene where they go and eat dinner and James Conn gets his instead and he's like, what is that? He's like, it's beaver. Yeah. He's, he's like, does it kill to put it on the grill for a while? He says, our bodies don't... Uh, Kind of uh, require nutrients the way yours do. And you're finding out they keep adding these cool things that they're eating beaver and they're doing this. Yeah, because it's like, it's, you know, like you said, he's not a fan of the newcomers. So it's interesting how they're like introducing you in little tiny pieces to them. And, you know, and so they're becoming friends, you know. So this is where the movie gets interesting is when they go to the morgue Mm -hmm. and they see a newcomer on the uh, on the slab and Mandy Patinkin starts talking to one of the other coroners who is a newcomer himself, and he's mm-hmm. talking in a different language to him. He's talking to the newcomer language. And James Conn's immediately like, what the fuck is going on here? And he s- sees that there's an overdose uh, that had happened, and this is what Mandy Patinkin's kind of keeping a secret, is that back in the planet where they're from, there was a, they, were, they lived on slave ships, a lot of the newcomers. And they weren't allowed any kind of pleasure except for one drug called Jabukar. Mm-hmm. And it was a horrible drug, he says, and it destroyed all thousands and thousands of people. And he will do anything to keep it from happening. And apparently some people have figured out how to make Jabukar on Earth. 
oh, wow. and then like give it to all the newcomers. But you don't realize until the very end. You you get to see, you see a little bit of how addicting it is, and you hear Mandy Patagan talk about how bad this drug is. But not until you see what happens when someone overdoses at the very end. Oh, really? It, it changes their molecular uh, like structure, and they go from this like nice, sweet, docile aliens to these ruthless creatures that you have to shoot twelve times in the chest oh, to even kill. And it, it gets really bad, but before it gets to that point, you realize that there's an actual kind of mystery going on here where they're where they're connecting all the main players to each other. Mm-hmm. They realize that one guy who is, and you get to see Terrence Stamp bring one dude out to the beach, oh. and, and he's screaming his head off, and he's like, "No, no!" and he's he's dragging him into the beach, and you get to hear the humans. Uh, a lot of the newcomers have humans with them, kind of helping them out. Yeah. So Terrence Stamp has a couple uh, humans with him, and uh, you get to hear the humans talking as they're dragging him to the, uh, to the towards the water. And he's like, "You've never seen this, have you, man? This, this water is like battery acid. You're not ever going to see anything like this before." Oh man! And you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And then the next day, when they investigate that, it it even impacts it more that Mandy Patekin won't even drive down like a hundred feet towards the beach. He right. wants to be left. Uh, he freaks out. He's like in a freak out. Like he's about to fly and he can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, James Conn's like, calm down, calm down. You don't have to get out of the car. He's yeah. like, no, no, let me out right here. I am serious. Let oh, me wow. out right here. Yeah. And the, uh, Peter Jason is one of the great character actors that plays one of the other cops and he's giving him shit. That's a uh, Chuck Fleming action. Oh yeah. From, yeah. Uh, and he's like, what's up with your partner up there? He won't even get near the uh, water. He, and James Conn's like, yeah, I'd like to see you next to a river of uh, hydrochloric acid. Fuck yeah. And uh, you see the the other cops don't like that he's with a newcomer. And they're yeah. writing like ETPD on the car, yeah. uh, spray painted it on the car and everything. And the, the more he hears them giving him shit, the more he likes kind of, uh, he's slowly becoming best friends with kind of right. uh, Manny Patekin. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so they start connecting. There's a great scene where they go to the strip club, and you get to see that one. Uh, do you remember the female stripper in this movie? Not really. She, she's she's stripping, and she's super hot, and they go back to her dressing room, and he's asking her questions about the owner, Strider, I think is his name, uh, or Strader. And uh, she's getting undressed, and you can see. And all we can see really about the aliens is that they have a bald head that have like almost these like blue like blotches yeah. all over, like uh, really cool looking blotches, like uh, almost like uh, giraffe spots yeah. all over the back of their head, not in the front, just in the back. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time I think we see one without her clothes on, and we see her back, and it goes all the way down her spine. Oh, really? I always thought that was really good. It went all the way down her spine to like the uh, the. And I always thought she was super hot. And when I looked her up, when I watched it a few uh, weeks ago, it's the girl from Spaceballs that's uh, that's talking through the intercom to Mel Brooks. Remember, she's looking at him while he's using the urinal. She's in like the 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 gray suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the girl who plays the stripper alien from, no uh, from Alien Nation. I was like, shit, I knew that girl huh, uh, that's for years, funny. and I, it baffles me. I didn't know until now. Uh, so yeah, they're connecting all these people and they realize that one of them's uh, within the methane f- uh, facility, which is brilliant, really. Mm-hmm. Humans can't go into the methane facility itself right. because they, so they can't can kind level. of do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah. so I guess it's like 26% methane and uh, even the uh, the guy who owned owned the methane refinery is like, I don't know how they can do it. They yeah. uh, Something in them that can withstand all this methane. So 
uh, James Woods or James Woods, James Conn can't go to the back room. It's the only kind of weird thing in the movie. He goes everywhere with Mandy Patinkin, but the first time he goes to the refinery, he goes to, there by himself. Oh. So he, and he tries to go in the back room. The guy's like, whoa, you can't go back there. There's like 26% methane. He yeah. says, you'll get killed instantly. Oof. And he's like, I don't know how they do it. And so he ends up leaving. If, if Mandy Patinkin was there, he could have just walked right back there. Right. So not until later on when they return back there and, uh, James Conn's like, that's the guy I talked to. And the guy starts closing the door. And Mandy Patinkin, like, busts through the door. And he Aren't sees they, it. like, strong, too? I, I swear yeah, I remember there's a scene where he kicks the shit out of somebody. Yeah, yeah. He, they're, they're all pretty damn strong. Yeah. When we see the guy. Do you remember the bad guy from Cobra? Uh, the guy, oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, because I, I know him from Lionheart. That's right. Yeah. He played one of the aliens at the bar. Oh, they wow. go and visit him at the bar, and remember that's when you found out that the uh, the nut shot doesn't work. James Conn oh, right. tries to kick him in the nuts, yeah. And Manny Patinkin's like uh, that that thing you try to accomplish with the nut kick. Yeah. I think you find better uh, better uh, chance of it working if you go under the armpits, and he gets to use it later on. Yeah, he, he's like, "What the hell? It actually worked." Uh, so it becomes this whole kind of drug thing that Manny Patekin's doing whatever he does, whatever he can to stop the drug. He knows how bad it is. Yeah. And they end up cornering him, uh, cornering Terrence Stamp at the docks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great scene where uh, Manny Patekin's taken out at one point. And I think he's out of the loop. So it's just James Conn running after Terrence Stamp. And Terrence Stamp is at the very end of the dock. And... Uh, James Conn puts his gun on him. He says, don't move a muscle. And Terrence Stamp moves this huge, massive vial. I don't even know. It's, it's almost the size of a baseball bat. Damn. Above his head. Mm-hmm. And he, he, right before uh, he's, he says some really great lines, it's like, uh, it's not about the, uh, the present, it's about the future or something like that. And he cracks the vial and he tips his head back. Yeah. And it looks like detergent. Someone even makes a joke about it earlier in a movie that it looks like blue, like detergent, like yeah. Tide. Yeah. And he lets it, he tips his head back and he lets it pour all into his mouth. And you could see his eyes get big and he buckles backwards until he literally folds in half. Oh, shit. Onto the ground and it goes everywhere. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And then it cuts to all the cops being there and everyone relaxed and they're cleaning up the uh, the scene and everything. And they, uh, they get ready to do the uh, transport the body. And even yeah. uh, Mandy Patinkin thinks it's over. Yeah. He thinks he killed him. Yeah. Uh, and they were, the ambulance driver is like, well, we got to get him back for the autopsy. And James Conn's like, ah, oh, there's no need for an autopsy. It was an overdose. Yeah. And then the music kicks and uh, uh, Manny Patekin whips his head around. Yeah. And he knows, oh, shit. Yeah. Shit just got worse. And you thought it was the ending of the movie, but it's got like an extra like eight minutes to the movie. Yeah. Uh, and he tells him, that's when he breaks it to him. He's like, he's, he's something else now. He's Oof. like a fucking monster. And he's ripping people's hearts out of his chest now for the next 10 minutes of the movie. Damn. But it all kind of, it all kind of takes place right on the water. Right. I was going to say the one thing I remember, and I'm not going to say is, is a helicopter over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we could say it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing where Mandy Patekin has to put himself like right next to the, uh, the hydrochloric acid ocean Uh to save James Conn's life, man. And it's it's got a great ending, man. And it should have went on to like two or three sequels to this movie, man. But it, unfortunately it went on to the series. Yeah. I, I think it made like 40, maybe 40 episodes of the series. Maybe I'm not sure. A lo- 
It was on Fox right when Fox started, you know, right before, I think it was right before X-Files started kicking in. They had Alien Nation on for a couple of years, and I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't the same without James Caan or Mandy Patinkin in it. I just couldn't, sure. get, I couldn't get past that. Yeah. Uh, maybe the episodes were good, but back was, in the day, I, I definitely couldn't get into there it. There was 22 episodes. 22 episodes, yeah. huh? Man, bring us another fucking uh, Alien Nation. Alien Nation and District 10, I want both of them, man. Yeah. And Brightburn too. Yeah, well, I, I I have heard that there is District Ten is in the works, uh, further along than we think it is too. I think they got a script and everything. So, Alien Nation, I might be holding my breath, but I have the old one. I have the 1988. I love putting it in. I love the feel and the atmosphere to it. It's one of those movies that I, makes me feel good when I put it in the DVD player. Uh, speaking of which, I uh, when I when I heard James Conn had died, I had I wanted to put in like several of his movies just to watch clips. So I watched a couple clips of the Godfather. I put in misery and it froze up and I was like, oh, what no. the fuck? I was like, my copy of misery doesn't work. So I immediately yeah. went on eBay and I ordered a new one, a Blu-ray yeah. for it. I didn't nice. have a Blu-ray and that came a couple days ago. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll put alienation in and alienation froze up. And I was like, motherfucker, no. is it my player? And it's not my player. I looked at the back and it was, it looked weird huh. and it's a hard movie to find. You have to pay over like 12 bucks for it or something, oh, wow, which yeah. is odd for a, uh, an old DVD. A random D. Yeah. Cause it is a random movie. It is. And I own it digitally, but I still wanted a uh, hard copy. So yeah. I think I just saw the uh, the mailman show up with my copy nice. uh, in the mail, so I'll be able to have a hard copy of it too. Hell so yeah. I love it. Yeah, if you haven't seen Alienation, check it out, man. It, it holds up, and if you like the like '80s grungy kind of horror, uh, horror sci-fi cop movie like Fusion, it was. Uh, it, it, it has all that in spades, and you get to see the great James Con. You know? Hell yeah. You, you can't go wrong. I know a lot of people mention him in Brian's song, too, when, when he died. Oh, That's like a depressing... I never saw that movie. It's just depressing. I, 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 you know the, what it was, right? I, I mean, it was a football player who like, yeah. died of cancer or yeah, AIDS, right? By his hospital bed is his... his uh, yeah, I mean... I think he dies in... Um, what's his... Billy D. Williams is his friend. Uh-huh. It, it's James Conn and Billy D. Williams, and one of them dies, and the other one sits by his hospital bed and just cries the whole movie, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, no, I remember... Um, I'm not sure if James Conn's the one who dies or not, but... Brian Piccolo, James Caan. Yeah, yeah, I think he's the one who dies. Um, yeah, I remember hearing like references to that movie when I was a kid, yeah. and just always hearing how sad it was. So like my entire yeah. life, I was like never gonna watch. It was that right movie. up there with Terms of Endearment. We always heard the Terms. Never of saw that it, Yeah, we all all heard the Terms of Endearment was a friggin' tear. I don't watch it like that. The only, yeah, I have no interest in tear jerking. The only movies. one that I've ever really seen like that is, um, and it was great. Was uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. I like Fried Green Tomatoes. That was great. I didn't find it too much of a tear jerker, but I, I did like that. A lot. The, the only the genres was... of movies I ever t- stay away from are, are rom-coms. I really can't so wait, 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 do wait, wait. rom-coms. Let me, let me go back here. You saw Fried Green Tomatoes. Please correct me if I'm wrong. That's the one with Sally Field and yeah. Julia Roberts. Uh, No, 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 no. That's Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. You're sorry, thinking sorry, of, uh, sorry, you're thinking yeah. of because that one was sad. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say you're telling me you didn't cry, cry at that movie. Like, it was sad. I didn't cry at it, yeah. but it was oh, definitely God, sad. Dude. I was uh, a Fries kid. Green Tomato had its moments, but that was the one with Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jessica Tandy. Yeah, it was really good. Right. I'm older and got more insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best, best moment in that whole fucking movie, man. Great. I love Fries Green Tomatoes. It's a good one. I like Steel Magnolias. I watched in the theater. I saw it in the theater. Oh, did you? Yeah, when it first when it came out, I like Julia Roberts. When, yeah, when I, I kind of soured on her after. I'm not sure what movie I soured her on, I feel but you I, I remember I liked her a lot in uh, Pretty Woman, and I yeah. was, and I and I went back and I watched Mystic Pizza, mm-hmm. and I liked Flatliners. And, I love her in Conspiracy Theory. Uh, yeah, and at, at some point she just got annoying to me for some reason. I think I'll go back to. I'm sure when she's older she'll do roles that I kind of like better. But for me, it was kind of Ocean's yeah. 11, 12, or 13. 
like she was doing like those. oh actually you know what it was i think it was aaron brockovich i kind of lost it on her with aaron brockovich oh i didn't see that one yeah the pelican brief was really I liked good the pelican though. Brief that was really yeah, good that was a good one but <laughs> she's in a new movie she's in a new movie with uh, George Clooney I think that's oh really out, like, yeah. something in paradise or return to paradise or no that's a ticket to paradise oh okay I think it's ticket to paradise which reminds me I need there's to... some good movies coming out man next I, couple of months yeah weeks. I really want to see that Nicolas Cage one I still haven't seen that yeah I still I haven't even seen the, the Michelle Yeoh movie either they're both available on Redbox so I'm just gonna buy them uh, or rent them uh, I just uh, recorded um it's going to be on Fubo tonight, and I've been looking for a copy of it. I, I'll probably know that I'll like it enough to own it, but I wanted to watch it first because I've been having some a string of bad luck with some horror movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, Don't Breathe tapes tonight. Oh, good. And, and I know that I can uh, I can just buy number two on Redbox right now for three ninety nine. Oh, I'm sure it's I, two ninety nine. And I think it, three is I think as low as they go on. Oh yeah. But I know I can buy that. I might even be able to buy the Nicolas Cage one by now. It's been like three or four weeks since that Nicolas Cage one that's came true, out. Yeah. You might be able to buy it. Yeah, I don't true. think we can buy the everything one Everywhere yet. all at once yet now. I don't think. I that's think that's come out like this month, though. No, it's out in there now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's in there. But I think it needs. I think those movies need to be out for about a month before they start selling them, mm-hmm. which is great for me. I'll buy them all day Fuck long. Fuck yeah. yeah. So good stuff, man. Hell yeah. Alien Nation and friggin' Brightburn. Uh, Brightburn. Yeah. Two random ones, but yeah. I, I love it, man. Brightburn's not on my top 100, but so easily could be. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of the best. I still stand by the idea that uh, The Witch and Midsommar are probably the two best horror movies to come out, in my opinion, in the last, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, I would put Raw on there for sure, but Brightburn is also on there. I'm not sure. What year did we say that Brightburn was? Twenty uh, had to have been, like, 2017, 2018, or something like that. Was it that? new yeah i think it was i mean we're doing the pod so it was within the last like four or five years four or five yeah. years yeah wow 2019 2019 yeah, yeah that's a lot of, uh earlier than i thought so yeah a lot a lot of really good horror movies came out in the, in the last 20 years but that one's uh definitely on the top of the list it, especially with a lot of people can totally misgenre that movie you know oh yeah if you're not careful or avoid it and it sucks when that happens you like and it will happen in the opposite way too you know with like uh what comes to mind is uh bone tomahawk because on paper it looks like you're watching a western yeah and i often think that of how many old people went to Redbox. oh like, god. oh i like kurt russell oh god and i like westerns and oh and, and god. seriously you could have watched half that movie and as, as a western a and yep. been completely fine with it. Up until then, the time that they like get to the cave. Yeah, when they get to the cave, yep. you're All watching, you're watching something else, and you got to explain to gram- grandma what happened. Yeah, to her what the and... fuck happened? Like... <laughs> yeah, you got to warn people about those types of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to hit us up, I well, definitely me and Dave are going to be back next week, and then uh, me and Justin again. So if you want to hit us up. And let us know what you think of Brightburn or uh, friggin', uh, I already forgot my movie, Alien Nation. <laughs> let us know. You can do that on Facebook or you can uh, check us out and leave a like and a comment on our two platforms, which are SoundCloud or iTunes, or you just shoot us an email, fascinatedfilms at gmail.com. And you could reach me and Justin that way for sure. You've gotten really good at that over the years. Yeah, man. <laughs> I used to have to read it off a piece of paper in the first couple of days. <laughs> or then there was times where I said fascinated with friends. Yeah. Fa- fascinated with fettuccine. Was fettuccine, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, see ya. Peace. You have to know that your dad and I, we believe that you came here for a reason. 